0: the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich with Nathan Sage and Steve Self. Enjoy your lunch with our fun-filled McPherson Radio Sports Show every Thursday from 1215 to 1. Nathan and Steve will dive into and take a few bites from all your favorite local...
1: Off the left side, still on the feet, Enzo, touchdown, come!
0: Person, the who? sophomore who is Jayton Gum. Oh, he just made a name for himself right there. College man goes in motion. Southwestern loads the box. Hill running to the near sideline and is in touchdown Bulldogs. The Wild Mish works again and they engineer a game. Go ahead, touchdown drive and pro sports. two to Kendrys
1: Morales. A two-run lead for Kansas City sends a ball well hit in the left center field and that one is gone. And the Chiefs kingdom has firmly planted its flag on top of football's highest summit Chiefs are champions of Super Bowl
0: 54. So grab your food, get your drink, turn up that radio, and enjoy your lunch with the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich on McPherson's Radio, 96.7 FM, KBBE, and online at midkansasradio.com. And now, here's Nathan Sage and Steve Sell. Got me hot.
1: And welcome into the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich on 96.7 KBBE. Another fun filled week of sports. Another fun filled episode of the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich. Again, Nathan Sage and Steve Sell. We got area football to get to. We got area sports. We got college sports. We got pro. We got everything on here on the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich. So let's get right to it, Steve. First off, McPherson. they made it. Regular season, last game this Friday. We didn't know if they'd get through the complete season, given they had a little bit of changes. But we made it. We're at the last last game of the regular season.
0: Well, that's the first thing Coach Pav said to me today. He said, we're going to make it through eight weeks. I'm just glad that we've been able to have a regular season for the seniors, their final year. Uh, it's been a very good season so far. The Bullpups 6-1. and one. Home tomorrow night for senior night against Augusta. Uh, it's an Augusta team that at the start of the year, if you, if you read my story today, Coach Pav really believed this game was going to be for the league title. He thought Augusta was that good. And then they lost some games. Uh, they lost their starting quarterback early. Uh, game 2 or Game 1 or 2. I can't remember which one it was. So they had to make some adjustments with a different quarterback. Lost some games they probably shouldn't have. They lost to El Dorado, Rose Hill. Those are teams I think if they played them now they would probably handle quite easily. But Augusta's 3-4, and four, but they've won their last two games, scoring 88 points. And if anyone thinks this is going to be a game like last week where the Bullpups basically could do anything they want, you're going to be sadly mistaken. Remember, right now it's about 75 or 78 degrees outside. <laughs> at this time tomorrow, it's going to be about 40, 45 degrees less. Tomorrow night, it's supposed to be around 35, I think, it. You know, uh, by the time the game ends tomorrow night. So that makes it a little difficult to throw the ball uh, when it's colder, although Dylan Rinker doesn't seem a, to be affected by anything this year the way he has thrown the football. But it uh, should be a big night at McPherson Stadium if the Bullpups win. Uh, most likely, they'll be home the following Friday to take on Abilene, uh, once they got the snafu with Keisha, kind of worked out. Coach Pav said uh, he had to call Keisha because uh, on the Keisha and the K-Prep sites, they had uh, Great Bend being number 16. And actually, Great Bend, uh, if you go the way those two sites set it up, they are the bottom team because they have the most losses of any uh, zero-win team. But the criteria that is used is the tiebreaker is point differential and Abilene has the has the worst point differential of the teams that are winless. So McPherson Abilene uh, next Friday if the Bull Pups win on Friday, if the Bull Pups lose. Then, you know, will it will be a different scenario.
1: Yeah, either way, we'll be able to cover that coming up on Saturday for the High School Coaches Show when we recap all the games and we'll know who who's playing who and where everybody's going in that one. One thing I did want to get to in that McPherson-Augusta game, Augusta runs the flexbone offense, something that McPherson saw against DeSoto and in- – I'll say struggled against, but didn't have a good time. It was an interesting game, uh, given DeSoto a much better team than Augusta and a 5A team, uh, in which Augusta is not. So, uh, you know, going into this game, it's something that you've seen, but at the same time, Jayden Alexander's also out of this game too.
0: Yeah, Bullpup's probably without Jaden Alexander the rest of the year. Uh, severe ankle injury. Uh, I talked to him Tuesday night at the volleyball match. He says... They're telling him six weeks, five weeks is a possibility, four weeks would be a best-case scenario. Um, Knowing the kind of kid he is, he's going to do everything he can to get back. But chances are he's probably done for the year. And that really, you know, does some shuffling in the secondary. Coach Pav said Aaron Powell will move into uh, Alexander's spot. J- Aaron Powell, a terrific corner. Uh, you know, he's had a great year at corner with some interceptions. But the heat-seeking missile, Jayton Alexander, is kind of the quarterback on the defense. And you just don't replace his toughness, you know, you know, with the same type of player. Aaron Powell, very good player. Landon Votes will come in and do some playing. But uh, Jaden Alexander, along with, to me, along with Bryson Labrador, they're the heart and soul of that bullpup defense. And going up against that flex bone, you know, Alexander came up and made a lot of stops in that DeSoto game in that flex bone. So Aaron Powell uh, is really going to have to. Uh, you know, up his game at safety. Uh, You know, given how deep the bullpups are at receiver, they might rest Aaron a little bit on offense. It wouldn't surprise me if maybe they give him a series or two off. Uh, They've got enough receivers. You know, you got Ruddle, Buckby, Dukes could play a little more at receiver if need be. Uh, Yeah, and and votes. And, you know, votes could even shift over and play. So, you know, you're looking at, you know, uh, the depth – gets stretched a little bit this way. But I still look for a McPherson victory. I don't think it's going to be the margin. Uh, it's been the last two years. Uh, last year, uh, the Bullpups won by 42. It was 57 the year before. I think the year before that, it was 41. So the Bullpups have had their way. But Augusta, 47 points last week, 41 points the week before. And they may have the best all-around player We have faced this year an Eli Wilcox. He's 6'5, 210 pounds, can play anywhere on the field. And to tell you what kind of player he is, they don't list a position for him on the program, they list him as an athlete. Yep
1: that's one thing i saw when i saw the roster was you know seeing an athlete it's like okay they they don't want to exactly tell you where he's going to be that means he can line up anywhere and could be devastating anywhere
0: yeah and he's a really good basketball player we remember him from that but he could play some slot back he can play some running back play some wide receiver probably see him on defense uh He'll he'll be fun to watch. Number five on your program.
1: One thing I did want to say about Aaron Powell uh, kind of replacing uh, Alexander in this game is Aaron Powell is going to bring the same speed, if not more speed. It's just the instincts, I think, is what's going to be. The instincts and in being that, like you mentioned, that quarterback of the defense, getting making sure everybody's lined up where they need to be. I still think uh, I agree with you. I think McPherson will be fine. I think uh, they'll come out of this with a victory. I, I expect them to get the win. Um, but either way, it'll be interesting to see how the defense forms up before the snap how they're getting lined up and uh make sure everybody's in the right place and they got the right personnel and you know people are doing what they're supposed to be doing on the field i did want to normally i'd go to a break here but i actually moved that we're going to get to the area area football games the rest of the area football games going on on friday like we did mention mcpherson and augusta we got inman versus smith center uh, canton galva at lincoln uh, mound ridge at prairie Uh, pretty prairie little river at solomon heston at clearwater and smoky valley at russell so only inman and mcpherson are home this week everybody else is on the road
0: well I wish I could be two places at one time because I'd love to be in Inman Friday night. Inman-Smith Center. uh, Inman is like the number six team by K-Preps. They said they are on the outside looking in. Smith Center is number three. Both teams, six and one. It's for the district championship. This is probably the biggest game in Inman history since Darren Johnson, uh, or yeah, Darren Johnson was running the football down at Sterling uh, or down at Inman, and he later went and played at Sterling, but he was a terrific running back. But that's been almost, I want to say, that was around the early 90s uh, when Johnson played down there for Inman. So that's a big game. You look at the other games, Canton Galva will blow out Lincoln, Little River will blow out Solomon. Uh, The other ones are pretty. Uh, They'll be good matchups, Mound Ridge and Pretty Prairie. For Mound Ridge, a chance to get to 500 for the regular season. Pretty Prairie is is two and four. Um, When you look at comparative scores, Mound Ridge should rate the edge. Heston, which has had a brutal schedule this year, has another tough game. Clearwater only has two losses, and they're both to undefeated teams. Andale and Wichita Collegiate. Clearwater played Andell and Collegiate much closer than Heston did. So I'm saying with the game being at Clearwater, I give Clearwater the edge there. Smoky Valley's got a real – better than good, even a great chance to get its third victory of the year. Russell has not won a game, has really struggled to put points on the board. Um, that's something, except for last week, Smokey's been good on defense pretty much all year, so uh, I think Smokey'll get a win in that one.
1: Yeah, again, if you miss the area games this weekend or not be able to get out to them or, or can't hear them, uh, you can also always tune into the High School Coaches Show on Saturday, 8 o'clock in the morning. We will have the recap and the rundown of what went on Friday 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 night, again, with the High School Coaches Show, 8 o'clock in the morning, right here on 96.7 KBBE. But I'm going to take a quick break here, and we'll be back with more of the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich after this on 96.7 KBBE. Banking is different these days, but at People's Bank, we're here to help. You can visit us at any of our drive-thru locations or utilize one of our 16 ATMs, many of which accept deposits. You can even bank from home by visiting us online at peoples.bank or use other features such
0: as mobile banking, People's Pay, or our new Apple Watch app. We understand that you have banking needs. And just as before, we will continue to be here for you. People's
1: Bank and Trust, member FDIC. McPherson Center for Health is pleased to announce that the Hess Fitness Center is once again accessible 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We've taken extra measures to make this space safe and enjoyable for you to get back to your fitness routine. For more information and special instructions prior to your visit, please go to www.mcphersonhospital.org or call 620-241-2251, extension 176.
0: Controlling your own weather can be easier than controlling anything else these days. This is Julie with RC Heating and Cooling. With a well-working cooling and heating system, you can be in control of your indoor weather at home. With so many things out of our hands, it's a good feeling to have a bit of stability. Call RC for a free estimate on new cooling and heating equipment. Call RC when your unit isn't up to par. Call RC to stay comfortable in any weather. Call RC 241-2787. Nextech Wireless, the best coverage, latest technology provider that's right here in your own backyard. And about that latest technology part, get the sweet new iPhone and unlimited data for under 30 bucks a month. Want more? Switch to Nextech Wireless and get a $100 gift card per line, too. So switch now. Get yourself that new iPhone, save some cash, and one more thing. The great customer service, always free. It's time for something different. Nextech Wireless. Certain restrictions apply. See store for details.
1: Hi, friends. This is Dana Sammer. People often
0: ask me if and when they can switch from one Medicare supplement to another. The answer is that you can switch at any time, but it must be approved by the underwriters of the new company. In other words, if your health is good, you may be a candidate to switch companies to save money, for instance. Call me, Dana Sammer, with the Alliance Agency at 245-4861, and we can discuss your Medicare needs today. Or stop by our office on the second floor of the Warren Place. Thank you.
1: And welcome back into the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich on 96.7 KBBE, Nathan Sage and Steve Sell. And we got a bunch of other area sports to get to, especially high school sports. A lot of postseason action coming up, especially this weekend and next week start off this week. First off, we have a recap of McPherson High Volleyball. They finished the regular season, get two wins against Wellington and Mulvane, 30 wins on the season, and then McPherson High Soccer also won big, uh, took down circle 10 nothing, moves to 8-7 and seven now on the year, and we will take on Great Bend tonight at McPherson Stadium.
0: Other than that, Steve, we got to get into postseason action. Yeah, you look at volleyball, if you go to midkansasonline.com, I have all the pairings and who everybody plays and where they play. Uh you look at it, uh the Bullpups head down to Tawanda. My favorite <laughs> word to say. Blink can you miss it? Yeah. Uh yeah, Towanda, the the uh, circle substate. Uh the Bullpups get a first round bye. The other four teams in that tournament, McPherson has played each one of them Uh, this year and beating them all twice yes but uh, they always say it's tough to beat a good team three times I fully expect for McPherson and Circle to be playing in the finals the winner of that moves off. excuse me moves on and will be on the road Tuesday most likely Clay Center because Clay Center is the favorite from their sub-state and what happens it's really the state quarterfinals so you play a best three of five. Mm-hmm. So they, they because of COVID this year, everything got changed around. They're only taking four teams, actually, to the final four next weekend. So uh, you have a state – it's kind of like soccer. You know, in, in state soccer, uh, the, the higher seed, the state quarterfinal game is at the uh, side of the highest seed. So McPherson goes down the circle uh, up in Lindsborg. Um, uh, Smokey Valley and Heston are grouped together. In fact, they could meet in the second round. Uh, if, if form holds true, uh, Smokey's the one seed Heston, I believe is the four, uh, or four or five. It doesn't matter because they're playing the four or five game. Um, they are the four actually. Now that I look at it. So Smokey and Heston couldn't meet in the semi. Smokey's having a great year. Um, you know, just, uh, having a fantastic season. Uh, little river is hosting, uh, a one, eight. They'll have Canton Galva there. Um, Elyria Christian will be at Burton, and they, uh, they should uh, have a chance in that one. Even though they're the 3C, they've got a chance in that one. So uh, you look, Canton Galva, they're in that Little River one. I forgot to mention that. And then, of course, Inman uh, is hosting a tournament. They have Mound Ridge in there. And Inman is 25-7. and 7. But it's only the number three seed. So what a high-powered uh, sub-state that is. The Teutons have had a great year. Uh, you know, earned a Heart of America Championship this year. So this is kind of the uh, for the last uh, for a lot of teams. This will be the last weekend to play but we hope to have at least two or three teams uh mcpherson and and two or three area teams move on to state i think smoky will make it uh inman will have to play well uh you know inman and mount ridge are in the same one so uh i think we'll have two teams for sure i think mcpherson will get through smoky will get through after that uh the other teams are kind of long shots to get through but if they play well they can they can do it
1: yeah it's going to be interesting a lot of volleyball a lot of so this Saturday is going to be a packed Saturday for everybody in the state, all the high schools throughout the state with volleyball. And then we move on cross country also having regionals and we have a bunch of teams going to get ready for that. We all, obviously we talked to, I talked to uh, Jay Myers, the uh, head Smoky Valley cross country coach. That will be on the inner. That'll be on the high school coaches show. You'll be able to hear that interview, but just a lot of stuff going on. And one thing I feel bad for with the car, <laughs> with the cross country, Steve, <laughs> It's 79 degrees today, and then it's just going to drop off. And as a runner, your muscles and and breathing, like I know when I ran in the Marine Corps, given I was in San Diego, it gets cold in the morning. Running in the cold is not fun for anyone. Um, I know some people say they like it better, but I don't like it, and I just... With, with all the teams going on and all that stuff going on and the weather on top of it, this weekend is going to be interesting with the weather and all these teams in cross country.
0: Well, I think a lot of the kids will if, – if it's at least 45 on uh, Saturday, I think the kids would rather run in 45 than 85. Yeah. Because, uh, you know – I just, I just think it's more conducive. But when you look at cross country, of course, McPherson High is going to Bueller. But you look in the area, the team really to watch or the school really to watch is Smoky Valley, especially on the boys' side. They should be able to get their boys' team through. Ryan Heline, I believe, has won all but one race this year for Smoky Valley. He is one of the premier guys. And then uh, something else to keep an eye on, Canton Galva in 1A. Uh, they've only got two boys running. But Morgan Becker and Christian Dara are two of the very best in 1A. You know, now that they're a 1A school, Morgan Becker has a shot if he's healthy. He wasn't very healthy last week. He got sixth in the regional, but he'd been winning or being first or second most of his races. Uh, He and Christian Dara could both be in the top five. I think they'll both qualify. They are at uh, uh, Bueller. Uh, Actually, it'll be Prairie Ridge Cross Country Park. But, uh that'll be uh you know a good meet can't remember can't dropped drop down to one a, so they're gonna be competing in one a and everything of course in football they're eight man and barring any unforeseen circumstance, I think they're gonna repeat in eight man they're 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 just really uh you know like a runaway freight train right now.
1: One thing he did mention there was Smoky Valley. When I talked to coach Myers this morning, he did mention that Southeast of Celine is the team to beat. Right. He did say though, that, uh, Smoky Valley did get a win over them earlier this year, but they were running without their number one. He said that's motivation for his guys as they think they can still win it, um, but it's going to be very, very tough against that Southeast of Saline High School. Um, so we'll have to see what, what Smoky Valley can do.
0: Southeast has had a great tradition in cross country. And and like you said, uh, Smokey got them one time. Southeast uh, got Smokey at another time. Uh, those two will be 1-2, one, 2-1. Two, two, one. Either way, you slice it, they're both going to make it. And then uh, next week, next Saturday, of course, will be the state championships at various sites.
1: Is it is it unbelievable to you, Steve, that we're having all this postseason going on this weekend? We got postseason for football. It's just, to me, uh, you know, it's great to see these kids that, that had the, the spring and summer not happen to be able to compete. That's one thing, I, again, I t- keep talking to in my interview with my, uh, Coach Myers. That's one thing he mentioned, too, is this – Track didn't happen. Baseball didn't happen. So these athletes didn't get a chance to, to do their normal routine and get ready for the year, and here they are now, and we made it to postseason action now things can always change we can always have issues but it's just a testament again to all the schools the administrators the parents and the athletes themselves for doing what they do to to stay safe
0: yeah tennis was able to get its season completed last week mcpherson high one spot from winning a plaque they were in fourth as a team sienna allen and parent schneider took fifth in doubles uh patty huerta took sixth in singles. Maddie Dobson and Taylor Berger won a match to earn a point for the team points. But McPherson, Sienna Allen was the only senior. She just completed an incredible career for the Bullpups. More than 100 wins in her career. Of course, last year, undefeated state champion with Taylor Bruce, 35-0. and 0. Next year, she will go on to the MHS Wall of Fame along with Taylor Bruce. They're automatic qualifiers by virtue of being state champions, but the bullpups are loaded in tennis for next year. They have a huge junior class this year, and it was really tough for Coach Brown, I know, to pick six to go to regional and the state because he had 12 girls that can really play.
1: One thing we didn't mention as well is I believe next week is when uh, soccer regionals will be going on as well. I believe it's
0: Tuesday. Starts Tuesday. Generally it's Tuesday, Thursday I believe that first week. Don't know what the Bullpups will be. They may be on the road. Uh, That's why tonight's game they have Great Bend at home tonight. Great Bend, very similar record I believe to the Bullpups always a formidable opponent always with a lot of speed and skill and gets a little chippy sometimes great ben is a team that gets a little chippy and so uh, might be some some uh, exchanges down there on the field that we need to keep an eye on
1: it, it is excellent that this they're eight and seven right now this bullpup soccer team eight and seven on the year even if they drop this game tonight they'll finish at 500 on the regular season
0: yeah and when we saw them in the first game of the season we're thinking man are they going to win three or four games Cause it just didn't look like they were going to be able to score goals well Tuesday they scored 10 four of them by Cody Achilles and three by uh I want to let's see who had the three Caden Hargrave I think at least might have been but uh seven goals from those two guys and Coach Adrian's done a great job.
1: Yeah, it's just been interesting. Fall sports almost wrapping up. We're almost ready for winter sports. Before you know it, we'll be talking about McPherson High basketball and all that stuff. I know we got some bas- college basketball around the area going on, but we'll talk to that after we get done with this quick break right here on 96.7 KBBE. We'll be back with more of the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich after this. Whether you're reimagining your backyard or transforming a few acres into a field of dreams, let Land Partners show you how easy and affordable it is to own a John Deere. Go to prairielandpartners.com, click on the PLP builder to build, price, and buy a compact utility tractor, mower, gator, or skid steer. Get started today at prairielandpartners.com. Delivering the right solution.
0: There's never been a better time than now to buy that new or used vehicle you've got your heart set on. Great Plains Federal Credit Union has great loan rates to save your budget and get you into that new vehicle. New auto loan rates are as low as 3% APR. Used auto loan rates are as low as 3.4% APR. Get free, qualified, and then shop for your best deal. Great Plains Federal Credit Union, made in 1st and McPherson, offices in Abilene, Salina, and Hillsboro. Equal Opportunity Lender Member NCUA.
1: Janet's doing it. So is Fred. Bonnie's all over it. Same with Omar. Tim's been at it since February of last year. Corey started the year before that. And guess what? They're all saving by doing so. What's that? Oh, the doing part? Why they're using the Drive Safe and Save app from State Farm. And they're saving up to 30% and more on their auto insurance. How about you? You ready to get at it and save? To start driving safe and saving in McPherson, call State Farm agent Jim LaDuke today. Discounts may vary. Not available in California, Massachusetts, New York, or Rhode Island. Your Board of Public Utilities asks, are you looking for ways to save on your winter heating bills? Saving money on your BPU bill can be as easy as 123. 3. Number 1, lower your thermostat by 2 degrees to save as much as 4%. Number 2, during daylight hours, open drapes and blinds to gain the maximum heat through the windows. And number 3, check your furnace filter monthly. Keeping your furnace properly maintained will reduce energy consumption and save you up to 5% on your heating costs. This message is from your friends at the McPherson Board of Public Utilities. on the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich. You're on 96.7 KBB, Nathan Sage and Steve. So right back with you. We did leave you there talking a little bit about how basketball is on the horizon. Winter sports are right here and actually... We have some news when it comes to winter sports.
0: Yeah, um, McPherson College uh, announced today they were supposed to be home on Saturday for their home opener. That game has been postponed due to COVID. They were supposed to have opened their season Tuesday at Manhattan Christian. They got COVIDed out. They were supposed to be home Saturday against Barkley. It got COVIDed out. Now the Bulldogs and Manhattan Christian are scheduled to play on Tuesday in Manhattan, but. It's 50-50 whether they'll get that game in. Central Christian College's women make their debut tonight, as do the Bethany College women, and they make their debut against each other. That's going to be at Alexander Arena at 6 o'clock tonight. Uh, Coach Golden's team, I looked at his roster today. He's got he's got uh, three or four players back from last year who were uh, either starters or major contributors, Uh Keith Ferguson up at Bethany has done an incredible job ever since he took over. He turned that program over, uh, turned it around overnight. Uh, The Swedes are picked third in the KCAC. I think they got a chance to be even better than that. Uh, they've got about nine women back from last year, two starters, but the other seven played uh, – most of them played starters minutes because Coach Ferguson plays about ten players. So, if you got nothing to do tonight, head down to Central. Six o'clock tip-off at Alexander Arena, Central and Bethany. And McPherson College was supposed to play St. Mary on Saturday. Uh, they have this weird flex schedule in the KCAC. Uh, they have – Basically, they told McPherson College, since you have not missed a game this year, we're going to get Southwestern and St. Mary caught up. Those two teams are going to play each other. The Bulldogs are going to end up sitting out this week, which may be good. You know, I was talking to Coach Fiscus uh, earlier this week. He said, you know, I was looking at my depth chart, and of the 44 guys on their, you know, the 22 and the first backup at each position, he says 17 guys are gone with injuries. They have lost 17 uh, two deep players to injuries they are really banged up the only bad thing uh, was that Saint Mary's a team the Bulldogs no matter how beat up are they are they should they would have probably won that game now they come back next Saturday they'll be home against Kansas Wesleyan which is you know, that's that's, <laughs> yeah. that's not an easy game. I think they'd rather played St. Mary and not played Kansas Wesleyan, but it is what it is. The Bulldogs, 3-3 three and three on the year, lost last Saturday at Ottawa, 31-13. I watched that game on the stream, and it's a game the Bulldogs got to be kicking themselves. They had so many chances in that game. The 31-13 score is a little deceiving because Ottawa basically did it with one guy, Derrick Curtis, over 200 yards rushing. So... <sighs> Bulldogs will be off this week. Bethany on the road at Tabor. Bethany got its first win last week, uh, beat uh, Sterling on a really weird – I was watching the end of that game on a really weird ending. Uh, It looked like Bethany quarterback Austin Denson was in the grasp or it was grounding. There was no receiver uh, near where he threw with uh, like 13 seconds to go and they ruled it an incomplete pass. The Sterling sideline was just howling. And on the very next play, Denson throws to J.J. Allen. For a touchdown, and Bethany pulls it out. If they get the, if they get the call, Sterling gets the call. The game's probably over right there, because then the, you know, if it's in the graphs, then the clock would have, you know, would have been running. So, uh, Bethany got a uh, kind of remind me of the Ted Kessinger days, Kessinger days when they'd pull out those close games. But anyway, that's kind of look at uh, what's going on in the area on the weekend. In addition to the sub state volleyball and cross country when it
1: comes to that central Car- uh, christian college women's game tonight i don't know if you can answer this but do you know if there's a fan restriction tonight
0: i don't know but given uh, the crowds generally for those games uh if it's 25 percent capacity i think that's about what you'll see uh you know it's a six o'clock game a lot of people don't get the six o'clock games so um That'll be interesting. Uh, Coach uh, Golden's Central Christian College women. I don't know anything about the newcomers he has coming in. He's got three or four newcomers. It'll be interesting to see how much they contribute. But got a couple, like I said, a couple starters back who have been there a long time. So at least they'll have a couple experienced players to build around.
1: Now moving forward, obviously this weekend, the Sunflower Showdown. I'll say this when it comes to football and the Sunflower Showdown. uh, This is K-State fans love it, you know, and they'll take this one and when basketball will give it back to you.
0: Yeah, I call it the Sunflowers slaughter because uh, (laughs) ever since uh, uh, Mark Mangino left KU, they haven't beaten K-State and the games haven't been very close. I see uh, you've got the... Point spread according to ESPN, 19.5. Yeah, that is way too low. <laughs> Give the points, take K-State. Bet your farm, bet your automobile. K-State will win by more than 19 points. I guarantee it. You know, you could no Puka Williams for KU. KU will be lucky to get 100 yards in this game. And I'm a KU alum, and it's just, I, I will say, it is. It's an embarrassing as a KU alum to see just how you know in ruins the football program is Les Miles has won everywhere he's gone I don't think Les realized what he was undertaking. I'm not sure Urban Meyer could come in and win at KU, but uh, K-State will win this game handily. I'm look. I'm looking at something like 52 to 14.
1: Well, hey, at least uh, KU fans, if they get demolished on Saturday, they can look forward to Chiefs on Sunday as they'll head to Denver. A rivalry right there. Uh, Chiefs have had the better of Denver recently, obviously, but uh, that one coming up 325. Right here on uh, 96.7 six seven KBBE pregame two o'clock for that one as well, and we could see the emergence of Le'Veon Bell in that one as well. Don't know for sure if he's going to be playing, but he did say earlier this week that he wants to reinvent himself. With
0: well, the since I drafted Le'Veon Bell with he was in the Jets and I've stashed him on my reserve list for my fantasy football team, I'm going to be a very interested observer. I got a feeling if he plays more than ten plays, I'll be surprised because he hasn't been there very long. But I think he still has some football in him. And I think, like you say, he wants to reinvent himself. It's a lot easier to reinvent yourself on a team that could go to the Super Bowl instead of a team that is not going to win a game this year. I honestly believe the New York Jets will not win a football game this year. They are just beyond dreadful. And guess who they play next week? Chiefs, (laughs) Chiefs, <laughs> I do believe it's the Chiefs. I didn't even look think, at the schedule, so I don't I think know. they have the Chiefs next week, if I'm not mistaken. The Chiefs either have the Jets or the Panthers. It's that way or vice versa. But I'm almost positive it's the Chiefs and Jets at Arrowhead next week. And uh, you know if – Le'Veon Bell is ready to go. He will be highly motivated in that game.
1: Other sports and other events going on, I'm going to go through it kind of quick because we're running a little short on time. Tonight's NFL matchup, a good one to watch. Uh, That was sarcasm. (laughs) The Giants at the Philadelphia Eagles, NFC East teams that uh, NFC East is just horrible this year. If you don't know, Dallas is in first place and they're two and four overall. So just shows you how bad. Hey, if you want to watch the debate or watch uh, Giants and Eagles, it's either way, it's going to be not fun for anybody. (laughs) Uh, World Series again, uh, Rays and Dodgers. That one's tied up in one. That might be a better thing to a better better channel to turn to tonight if you want to watch that one. I
0: think they have an open date. If I'm not isn't today the open day? I
1: don't know for sure because okay, I, I, I know they've been playing I, so I much. Thought,
0: I thought they had one day and then they play Friday, Saturday, Sunday off Monday, then Tuesday, Wednesday, but uh, yeah, the Rays got back in it, won six to four last night. They had a I believe a 6-0 lead at one point, and then Dodgers made a bit of a run, so that series is one and one and uh, in my predict I had the Dodgers winning in seven. Uh, I really did. I know some uh, forecasters had the Dodgers in six or five. I think it's going to go the distance. Charlie Morton's going in Game 3 for Tampa Bay, and he has just been tremendous in the playoffs. Walker Bueller goes for the Dodgers. I think he's their best pitcher. Game 3 could be the best of the entire series.
1: I I think the Rays are going to win it. I think the Rays will win it in 7, mainly because of the Rays pitching. And look who they've already gotten past. They've gotten past the Yankees, who have the same kind of offense as you've seen in the Dodgers. Either way, uh, I think it's another bad time for the Dodgers, and we'll see if that happens. Uh, I did want to get to a little bit of NASCAR news while I got a chance. I'm going to skip over the win last week, but Clint Boyer, Emporia's own uh, Clint Boyer, is actually retiring, after, and he'll uh, be going up to the Fox Broadcasting booth next season. Chase Briscoe is going to take his spot in the number 14 car. So a little NASCAR news here. Yeah, Clint
0: Boyer is a pretty interesting character. Oh,
1: he's a fun guy. He loves loves having fun. (laughs) Yeah, he
0: does love to have fun. So, um, you know. He's had a good career. I'm not sure how I want to say he's close to forty. Yeah,
1: he's he's I believe he's around forty-one. Yeah. The, the interesting bit about him going to Fox Broadcasting. That's also where Jeff Gordon is, and those two have had a history to the point where one time in a race, I believe maybe in Texas, I don't remember exactly when, Clint Boyer sprinted from his car after the race to go chase down Jeff Gordon. So, it'd be an interesting dynamic between those two. Obviously, that's probably crushed and under, under swept under the rug now, but uh long we'll have time to see. ago. Yeah, we'll have to see. Anyways, I did want to get a quick chance to get to my
0: Nathan's complaint of the week.
1: And we already talked about it a little bit here, but the Kansas high school association has the wrong standings for class 4 a one thing we talked about with win percentage and point differential. Here's, I'm, I'm just going to say this. If you're an organization that the media pays attention to the state pays attention to teams are paying attention to try and figure out planning ahead. You need to be accurate. You need to be where you're at and have the right information at all times. I know that's hard to do at times, But if we're looking at you and everybody's looking at you, you need to make sure, especially because you are the organization, you're the one that runs it, you need to have the right information up.
0: Yeah, and, uh, you know, the teams enter those scores, but uh, uh, Keisha didn't look at the point differentials where Abilene had a higher point differential than uh, uh, Great Bend. So Abilene right now is the number 16 team. One thing I did notice uh, was very interesting in uh, the East standings, there's a potential Miege-Tonganoxie second-round game at Tonganoxie, I believe it would be. Um, and Tonganoxie's ranked, uh, I think, second or third. Miege is – or no, I'm sorry, second. Miege is third this yeah, week because K-Preps. Like First time in like seven years that Miege hasn't been number one. K-Preps kept Miege number one in a long time. But then when Carroll really beat him bad last week, I think K-Preps finally said, well, maybe – K-Preps did say – We still believe Miege is the best team in the state, but we're ranking them number three.
1: This day in sports in 1939, NBC becomes the first network to televise a pro football game. The Brooklyn Dodgers beat the Philadelphia Eagles 23-14 at Ebbets Field in Brooklyn. That's interesting. Uh, And then 1985, Brett Saberhagen gives the Royals their first win leading to their World Series title back in 1985.
0: Well, 1985, it's hard to believe. You know it's been 30 what 35 years that's how old
1: i am 35 years yeah and
0: uh yeah i was uh you know i remember watching that series and i, I really try to forget it because it was against my beloved cardinals and the don dinkinger call but i'm not going to go into that but uh i the cardinals had a 3-1 lead in that series and blew it
1: going to this day and birthdays we had a bunch of them jimmy fox american baseball hall of fame first baseman and then yeah, that was in 1907. Ichiro Suzuki, we know Suzuki. Uh, 1973. I didn't even realize he was that old, but he didn't get to the to, to well, Seattle played, for a he long time. Until he was
0: about 42 or three. Yeah, he
1: didn't get to Seattle for a long time after his uh, career in Japan. Uh, Robinson Cano, another Seattle team, baseball player at a time, a Yankee at a time. He was born in 1982, and along with Heath Miller, the tight end of the Pittsburgh Steelers for a long time, his birthday as well. So, a happy birthday to all of them. Again, thank you for tuning in to the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich, this this week's episode of the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich. You can actually hear us again uh, tomorrow for McPherson High Football as they'll be taken on Augusta. Pre-game 6.30, 7 o'clock kickoff in that one. And if you miss that and you miss all the area games, you can tune in for the High School Coaches Show on Saturday right here, bright and early, 8 o'clock in the morning with me and Steve again. So you got plenty of time to hear us, plenty of time to keep up to date, and hey, if you don't want to tune us in on the radio go to midkansasonline.com and get all the recaps of everything right there steve works his tail off to make sure that stuff's up there so make sure you go there check out the stories check out the recaps and uh, just check out our website and have a good time you can also listen to us live on there from your phone tablet computer wherever you are you can uh, listen to us right there on midkansasonline.com but again that's going to do it for this week's uh, episode of the lunchtime sports sandwich until next week i will catch you on the flippity flip That's going to do it for this week's version of the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich. I hope you all enjoyed your lunch with a side of sports courtesy of myself and Steve Sell. Until next week, go Bulldogs. Go
0: Bullpups. Go
1: Wildcats.
0: Go Jayhawks. Go Royals. And go Chiefs.